future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I'm kind of in that space where I'm not sure if I'm delirious or whether I am getting sick or maybe I just got too much sleep. Uh, what are you oh. doing? That sounded. There we go. That was a sound. That, <laughs> that was something. Wow, Greg, that was a sound. That was a sound. You're so succinct. <laughs> I know. Uh, this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, uh, I missed the post. I missed the post on that one. Oh, were you turning it down on your yeah, MP3 so I'm, player? Yeah, I'm controlling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I won't have my computer for like another fucking like 10 months. Yeah, that's a little bit frustrating. It is so frustrating. So, And after I had sung the praises of the place that I brought it to, <laughs> then all of a sudden they totally screwed me. And your, me. Uh, your hot Mac guy or whatever Oh, you know what? He's not, I was actually going to introduce him to my hot friend, but you know what? Never mind. Those privileges have been revoked. Sorry, buddy. No. So uh, you should explain what happened with that. So I've been waiting for a week. I dropped off my Mac. Uh, it inexplicably stopped working last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I brought it in. The guy's like, okay, you know, I'll help you out with this. Um, call Apple Care. They said that they would uh, be able to cover my computer. I've waited for a week, like, yeah, for a week, a week and a day. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to bother them. Then um, I finally called them yesterday just to check on the status of my MacBook. And there's like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we never sent it out. And somebody called you uh, on the 30th, which is not true. I didn't miss any calls. And he's like, and uh, we haven't been able to send it out. Mm-hmm. And Apple Care isn't going to cover it. And it's going to cost you $830 to repair it. Yeah, it's a lot of money. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I talked to a representative, and I, I went and into my email, found the st- the case number, uh-huh. told him everything. He's like, yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you, ma'am. I'm like, well, I know what to tell you. It was told that it was going to be fixed because it didn't happen. You know, I didn't do anything. And he's just like, okay, well, uh, we'll, find, we'll send it out. I'm like, you mean you haven't sent it out yet? I've been sitting here for eight days waiting for my computer, and they hadn't even sent it out. Which Yikes. is so frustrating, and like I was gonna actually bring um, one of my girlfriends with me to go pick up my um, pick up my computer when it was fixed, which I thought was maybe gonna be yesterday. Because I'm like, dude, you should see uh-huh. the hot Mac guy; he's really cute. Screw that! He oh, lost his hot privileges. Buddy, you screwed up. No, you screwed up on that. Like one. I'm just offended. Like we had such like a nice bonding thing, and he was talking about how he was a fan <laughs> of the show and stuff. And then all of a sudden, like my my MacBook has just been sitting there. For uh, like the past eight days. Yeah. Well, this guy doesn't realize how much he screwed up. I mean, you were going to introduce him, yeah, to your hot friends. Mm-hmm. So, yikes, man. It's kind a of little, a mistake. I was disappointed. Well, because mm. like you know, you told one thing, and like I didn't want to bother them, which is why I left it alone. Uh huh. And then you know, eight days later, like I, unbeknownst to me, I didn't even know that it's just been sitting there, and I could have had somebody else take a look at it. Yeah. Instead, it's just been sitting there. Well. That's uh, that sucks. Yeah, so but I'm we'll still, find out. So yeah, we're still without the computer. Still sans computer. I remembered my iPod today. Yeah, we're we're gonna figure out alternatives. <laughs> alternatives. <laughs> alternatives. And uh, speaking of alternatives, yes, we should uh, we should say thank you to listeners Linda and Amy from Ooh. Indiana for the wine. That it's uh, delicious. We are drinking that today, and it did in fact make it make it to us because it they did. were uh, they were a little concerned. <laughs> Um, since they were shipping it regular mail and it was alcohol, which I don't know what the rules are with that. I don't either, but all I know is that it made it to us. And we don't usually drink wine a lot on Mm -hmm. the show, so Mm -hmm. it's kind of a nice change, especially since I'm not feeling like 100% like... I feel sophisticated. (laughs) Drinking out of a porcelain mug? Yes. You're so classy, Greg. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm high class with my wine. No, it is. It's awesome. So thank you so much. And actually, the uh, when she sent an email, she did say, hey, Greg slash Sarah and Chapstick. 
<laughs> oh, by the way, FYI, uh, mm-hmm. I left my card at the bowling alley the other night, uh-huh. and I totally went in right as they were doing the nicknames for all of the bowlers on our oh. team. So how does that work? Like, so for our team, we can each have a nick. So is that yes. our name for the rest of the thing? Yes. And so what I'm Saracuda. You? Please tell me you didn't do something. You're Nibman. All right, that's fine. Uh, Heather's cool Doc, Brenda's Bruiser, and Kenny's Chapstick. <laughs> yes! We will make this thing stick. It is my mission in life. <laughs> And she was to make looking at everyone call like, Kenny B. Chapstick. Like, chapstick? I'm like, Chapstick. Yeah, that's his nickname. Yeah, he likes Chapstick yeah. a lot. I'm like, that's his favorite nickname. <laughs> that is, I don't know why, I, and if I I'm the only one that ever finds enjoyment this. out of this, I am perfectly fine with that, but I enjoy it so much <clears throat> that I can brand someone with a name. I could have picked a different name. I mean, Chapstick's not that bad. Well, Kenny always has like 16 Chapsticks mm-hmm. in his pocket. I could have, called him, uh, could have referenced like something about all the snacks that he eats. Could have called him Nostrils snacker. or something. That's Snacker. Quarter. We should have called him Quarter. Quarter. Yeah. I don't know. Chapstick. Mm. It's it's too late. Chapstick is his name. I got a new toothbrush yesterday. Is that exciting? It is. It's one of those spin brushes. I thought you had like a million toothbrushes at your house anyway that you were transporting I over do. for some reason. Like a million used toothbrushes. I do, but these were on, it was on sale and it's like one of, and it came with batteries in it. It's like, oh yeah. The uh, my brush. parents had one of those. Like I have the fancy. It's incredible. I have the fancy one that you charge in. I got it as oh, a like Christmas present. Oh, like Sonicare or whatever? Yeah, something like mm-hmm. that. I can't remember what it's called, but I got it a couple years ago, which is awesome. But yeah, those new ones that you could just buy. Single with the battery. Yep, and then just put They're in like cool. one like double A battery. They're pretty cool. It's amazing. My teeth feel so clean, mm. so clean. Although they won't look so clean after I've finished drinking. No, you know, none of wine. us are going to look very clean. They don't look clean right now. No, I said none of us are going to look very <laughs> oh, clean. Okay. Yes, your teeth look absolutely <laughs> look so terrifying. Filthy. They're blood red. Yeah, I'm gonna have red teeth and blue hair. <laughs> wow, that's your look. That's, that's, that's you got to brand going yourself. <laughs> it's my style. No big deal. <laughs> Can't change it now. That's what people know mm-hmm. you for. Oh, it's so good, though. Like, there's nothing, because I was still feeling sick last night. I ended up, like, going to sleep at, like, 9, waking up today at, like, 10. I went to sleep early. La- okay, I, last night I did something that I don't even remember the last time I did this, other than maybe when I had pneumonia, but that's when I slept all day. I went to sleep at 7.30 last night. What? Yes. I was, so we had meetings uh, yesterday afternoon. And um, and that went on for a while. So we we worked, and I had to play through quite the pain long. yesterday too. Man, oh man, you I did, was... and you did fantastic for that too. Like <sighs> that you didn't was... sneeze or cough at all during the meeting. Oh, and I had like I kept cleaning my hands because I didn't want to gross anybody out. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna keep blowing my nose until you know the meeting starts. I'm gonna wash my hands really quick. And I was so terrified that I was gonna have to like take out a tissue and blow mm-hmm. my nose over. You know, no, talking I was to some uh, pretty awesome people, and I'm like, I yeah. do not want to. Like not look like a game day player. Yeah, a pretty big thing. And uh, but no, you did really well. I was Thanks. very proud of you. Ugh. Yeah. And then I, I faded imagine- right after that. Mm-hmm. As soon as like after I had like put on my best face, I'm just like I need to like we had a brief meeting after that. I'm like I need to go home immediately. And like I just curled up in my bed. Well, and seeing I went home too, and I was feeling okay. But I, you know, I've been talking about this for a couple of days where I feel like I'm on the verge of getting sick. And I got home, and I planned to stay up and like do a bunch of stuff. At least you know I was planning to go to bed early, which would have been like ten or 10, eleven. Ten or eleven. Yeah. And um, I sat down and I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I can't keep my eyes open. I can't do anything. So I went up. Yeah, I, I went to bed at 7.30 last night. God. I, and I felt instantly that's asleep. That's weird for you. It's really weird. And I felt instantly asleep. But then, of course, I woke up at midnight wide awake. Mm-hmm. So I spent a couple hours shooting people on Counter-Strike. And then, um, <laughs> and then went back to sleep. And, of course, had dreams I was in the Counter-Strike world. Which that's I I don't know why I always do that. What I end up playing that you? game late at night. I don't know because it's easy and mindless, and you just shoot things and you can talk shit to other people. Mm-hmm. 
but mainly I just talk shit to the people that are a bunch of assholes on there. So I, I'll type in stuff and complain about people. I've kind of become one of, oh man, I'm afraid I just admitted that right yes, now. Yes, you did. And it's really sad. <sighs> For a 35-year-old, you probably should I am not 35. <laughs> For a 34-year-old, you're uh, pushing it yourself. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so so then I had dreams that I was, of course, in the world. and Mm-mm. But at least there were no raccoon system. There you go. Yeah. I watched an awesome movie last night, which it, it's a movie that I've heard about, but I'd never, like, people who have seen it had told me, they're like, oh, like, I've heard mixed reviews of whether or not it was good or not, so I didn't have high expectations for it. Mm-hmm. But um, I watched that movie Kick-Ass. Yeah, it's a good movie. That movie is awesome. I loved that movie, dude. Like, a, Do the, people not like that movie? I've heard from people saying, like, oh, yeah, it wasn't as good as I expected. I was entertained the entire time. I guess I, when I went in watching it, I didn't expect that much, and I was, like, pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought it was a pretty good movie. That's how I felt, too. I was pleasantly surprised because I didn't, yeah, because yeah, from other people's reviews, I didn't really think, like, mm-hmm. a lot of it. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm sure it's going to be all right. And, um, yeah, watch it, and it was just incredible. And I love Nick Cage, and I yeah. love his character. That was a pleasant surprise. I didn't even know that he was in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then saw him. And there are some terrifying scenes. Spoiler, if you haven't seen Kick-Ass. When he's standing there in that, fro- on that, in that frozen lake or, like, in that yard holding the gun, and you see the little girl standing a- ahead of him. It's been a while since I've seen well, it, so I don't remember And that he's scene. standing there, and he's standing across from this little girl who's his, who is his daughter, and she's like, Daddy, is it going to hurt? And he's like, oh, no, yeah. honey, it's just going to feel like a little sting. I'm like... Is he gonna murder his fucking child? Because like, I didn't know what to expect from it, and that uh-huh. that pretty that screwed me up for a second. I'm like, yeah. and then it shows him shooting her. I'm like, okay, Nick Cage just murdered his daughter. I don't really understand what's going on with this. But then, of course, it turns out she wasn't right. murdered. But yes, she's fine. Yeah, uh, there was some there was some tomfoolery in that movie. I really I enjoyed it. <laughs> Sarah's movie review I, full of tomfoolery and shenanigans. Kick ass is a okay. A okay. I give it two thumbs. <laughs> See, up. I don't have that much of a problem with Nicolas Cage. I know we've we had, lo- some, we had some you good and discussion I have about always him talked about how much we love Nicolas Cage. I won't say that I love him. Well, nobody or loves him as much him. as Kenny in City of Angels. Well, yeah, that's kind yeah, of hard to top for something like that. Chapstick in his uh, yeah. City I mean, of that's Angels. a performance that moves you. Yeah, it into is. A I mean, that's why he spends you know nights. Crying to himself, watching mm. that movie over and over. And you no, went to cuddling his, bedroom, his girlfriend. And you went to his bedroom, and didn't you have like a big poster of City <gasps> of Angels up over his over his bed? I believe. No, he didn't have. To be honest, he had he had his Einstein poster, an Animal House poster, a Pink Floyd poster, mm. and uh, I don't know some like swimsuit issue. And what what did you say, Chapstick? I picture him having a picture of himself and the blue and the Blues Brothers. I forgot about the Blues oh, Brothers. Okay, all right. Well, Nicolas Cage, not that bad. Nicolas Cage is somebody that people. Um, Seem to dislike quite a bit, and also Kevin Costner. I don't I understand love that. Kevin Costner. I think Kevin Costner's awesome. I just watched Field of Dreams the other day. Dude, awesome! One of the best sports movies ever. I mean, just a good movie in general. And you know what? One of the most uh, p- the best post-apocalyptic world covered in water movie is Waterworld. Water yes. Come on. I like Waterworld. I love Waterworld. I'm not afraid to admit we it. We will I know... agree to agree. Yes. yes. I know every so many people hate that movie, and people the other get up one. In arms about the other it. One, and I'm not saying this one is as good as Waterworld, but it's still up there. The Postman. Mm. I like The Postman. I have some friends that were extras in that. Oh yeah, because it was said, filmed here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they and they just said that Kevin Costner was so cool. I saw a picture of him a couple weeks ago in like a gossip rag, uh-huh. and he is one of those men that's aging very well. Like he's very dapper. I think he's aging. a cool dude. And Dances yeah. with Wolves is one of the greatest movies of all time. I've never seen Dances. With Wolves. Really? No. How can you like Kevin Costner and not see like the know, ultimate the... thing, the best thing that he has <laughs> ever done, ever? But it has the president from Battlestar Galactica in it, right? That's the chick. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. a kicking kicking bird. Kicking bird. Kicking bird. I didn't. Tatanka. Um, Tatanka. 
I don't think I showed you um, my new ringtone on my phone. I'm really excited about it. Oh, stands with a fist. That's her name. I'm sorry. She stands with a fist. Stand, stand, mm, words, heart, stands. That's my interpretation. That's how she talks in it. This is from Sarah's phone. In case you haven't heard or listened in the last three weeks or whatever she got her phone, Sarah has a new phone, and I don't. And this is the theme to Battlestar Galactica, which Kenny has as a screensaver on his phone. I shit you not. Wow. Nerd. I do love, there is something that I notice on the forums. Maybe we should bring uh, Kenny, Kenny B, a.k.a. Chapstick. Kenny B is not my lover. Chappy. Um, chappy, chappy. I noticed on the, uh, hello, Kenny B. Hi, guys. <laughs> I said hello, kitty. <laughs> They're like, hello, kitty. Hello, kitty. I prefer kitty over chapstick, I think. Chapstick! Uh, hey, that's just a joke from chapstick. He loves it. <laughs> I wonder how many tubes of chapstick you could fit in those nostrils. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, uh, Kenny B., I noticed on our forum, which if you go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the forum section, has been going back and forth arguing with someone on there about uh, his facts. Because someone tried to bring, uh, let me see if I can pull this up. Oh, yeah, and so I know you can't do it tried to bring the your... nerd. Yeah, I can't Yeah, do it. They, they tried to uh, correct Kenny B on one of the statements that he made, and he did not handle that well. Well, he did handle it well. <laughs> he just did not appreciate it. So um, Is Kenny getting worked up over something? No, it was, it was really funny. So what was it about? Okay, so here's the post from, <laughs> let me see who it was that corrected Kenny B. Oh. What was it about? Oh, my God, is it something that we can read out loud? Yes. Okay. I, oh, yeah, absolutely. Kenny, no, take a look here. Which one was it that... Uh, that you were uh, scolded on? If you go all the way to the bottom, I mm-hmm. quoted. Oh, yeah, here it is. Okay, yeah. So, uh, and I don't know who. From Foible. Rich, from Foible. They said, Kenny B was mildly incorrect in his explanation of golf ball dimples. <laughs> That's understandable, given he was on the spot at the time trying to answer a spontaneous question from Rick Emerson, whose star on like gaze causes mere mortals to babble uncontrollably. Golf ball dimples increase the drag on the ball. The drag combines with the spin imparted by the club to create lift and increase the distance the ball travels. This is a really clever use of physics since it allows energy to be stored in the ball at impact and released as the ball travels. Wow, that was like really like saliva-y. Mm-hmm. That well, was that's a lot more. That's how I pictured it. But usually you do it like this. To get the same distance with a dimpleless ball would require a much greater speed at the club head on the impact. Now, and, and here's... Uh, Here's Kenny B's response. Maybe Kenny B should just read part of this. And let me say, it's like three paragraphs long, so maybe not read Are the entire thing. Are you kidding me? Yes, this is Kenny B's response I to the foible. I want to read it. Yeah, maybe you should read it. Okay. Okay, okay. come over here. Yeah. yeah. Sarah will now read Kenny B's response on the forum. Is this it right here? Yeah, this is it. Foible, we are actually both correct. Your explanation is correct in terms of... Oh, wait, I'm doing yeah, Jersey Shore. Yeah, I was going to say that. How do like... I do nerd again? <laughs> Foible, we are actually both correct. Your explanation is in terms of spin or creating spin uh, to increase it's, lift. It's still too Jersey Shore. Oh, I can't slur. even do it. Slur. I don't want to slur. Foible is actually correct. Foible is actually correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Kenny should do it. Okay. Should I do it in my nerd voice or my do it in your regular voice? voice. Yeah. This is just his radio voice. He actually, when he speaks normally, it's more like this. Okay. Foible, we're actually both correct. Your explanation is correct in terms of spin or creating spin to increase lift on the ball, similar to how a pitcher uses spin to throw a curveball. By spinning the ball, the pressure becomes lower on the on the side of the ball towards where the air is being pulled, quote unquote, causing the curveball to curve in that direction. 
This pressure differential is called lift. An airplane wing produces lift by creating less pressure above the wing than below it. This works to a golfer's advantage if they want to make a high arcing shot using backspin. Or I'm a sorry, I forgot. Using there, I thought we had paused. However, for a <laughs> typically shot arc is more easily dealt with in club selection. Right, it's and he keeps talking. So, and that goes on for about three more paragraphs. Kenny, why do you get so worked up? About I that? think this is awesome, actually. The fact that uh, that they're going back and forth on the forum on this, I think it's I can't fantastic. That foible. Have... By the way, foible. I'm just having fun. This is great. Scold Kenny anytime you want. Or I need to and... like redo my nerd voice later because I can't. Believe I know. It. Yeah. Where? How did you lose your nerd I, voice? I, I think it's, so it's good. like in my in my sickness. Like it might have. Uh, oh. I don't know. So you say so yeah, you you can't lose that. It was a that good nerd voice. Clearly, oh there it is. There, foible. That is clearly not true. As you can see here, uh, the poles are in the golf ball. Okay, I can do it again. There we go. Good. You found your nerd voice back. Thank God. Thank goodness. The, oh, the, thank goodness. The world is one so again. I'm so concerned. No. Oh my God, we're stupid. Yes. Hey, we have a guest today. We do. We have a guest that's uh-huh. going to be coming in here in just a few minutes, I think. Yeah. Um, I hadn't. I forgot I was going to talk about this. Uh, so I rode the bus down here today, uh-huh. and I had one of this. I'm, which the reason I'm thinking about this right now is because I realized that my armpits are really sweaty, and which they do quite frequently. Uh huh. Yeah. That's why I'm wearing layers. That's what, what? why I wore a black shirt to our meeting yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I had one of those sweaty guys on the bus today. Wait, wait, that sounds wrong. Like sweaty or stinky? Well, stinky sweaty? both. So the bus was really crowded for some oh, reason. I don't know why. Always when the bus is really crowded. And of course, you know, it's crowded. I finally got a seat. I was on there for, you know, 10 minutes or so and finally was able to finagle a seat, but it was right next to the aisle. In walks this dude and I watch him. I was about halfway back on the bus and I watch him get on and I watch the people's reaction as he walks by, like all slow and lumbering. And everybody does this face where they like scrunch up their nose and like... <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, I can tell what's coming. And you can tell that he's going to stand right next to you. And about two feet before he gets to me, I f- get this waft of, like, just oh. acrid, like he'd been, it was kind of like, how can I describe it? It was kind of like he was rolling around in uh, chicken grease, but then had been not washed his shirt for about three days. Oh, okay. And then had sweated through that. So I don't really know if that's an accurate description or not, if, if that can well, really work. Well, it's a work, disgusting description. It's a disgusting description. So, yes, works. it was kind of like three-day-old chicken grease. And again, then he's sweating, too, like sweating through his shirt. Just And it's this gray shirt, so you can see all the sweat stains where it took a lot of effort to walk back through the bus. And then, of course, stands right next to me, puts his arm up because he had to stand. Oh. So he had to put his arm up and grab the rail above my head. And then as the bus sways, accidentally keeps bumping into my arm and, like, this – emanating armpit is okay, just right okay, above my head. Okay. Yeah, That sounds horrible. It sucked. It lasted for about 10 minutes, and it was the worst 10 minutes I've had for a while. That's about all True I have story. <laughs> that happened. Um, <laughs> we should talk. Uh, no, let's from... not. Let's, let's delay that. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to follow it up right no, after let's, the... Uh... Let's, uh, let's put a separation. Fair enough. That, that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good decision. That's probably the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so where do we go from sweaty armpits? Um, well, why don't we uh, grab our guest, maybe grab a bite of food really quick and then mm-hmm. come back and then maybe yes. talk about our fine sponsor? Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll put a little separation and then we'll, yes. then we'll talk about it. All right. We'll be back in a second with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, and we're back with proper separation. Yes, we are. From the previous story. I uh, really wish you wouldn't have talked about that. Yeah. I could have lived my whole life not not knowing that uh, story. I'm telling you, it's happened to me. that's happened to me before, too. It, oh, it happens to me. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just like screaming children. They seem to be attracted to us, and then also... Um, Smelly people. And smelly people. Yes. Oh, God. And now I ruined the separation between the two stories. Anyway, our uh, great sponsor this week is, of course, H&R Block, which we've been talking about all week long. And you have until February 15th to actually go to hrblock.com slash 1040EZ to see if you qualify for a free federal tax return, which is a great idea. And even if you don't qualify for that, it's just a really good idea to get your taxes done Early. Early. Yes. Yes. And get them done by someone professional. Actually, I just remembered this. We had an email from uh, our listener. I won't say her name just in case she doesn't want uh, us to mention this. But apparently this was over a, um, I believe in like 2001, 2002, she filed her tax returns herself and made a $134 error. They made her refile six years of taxes. And so she had to go through this huge process. They like put a whole, they put a lien on her over it. They put um, all kinds of stuff, like all kinds of hassle she had to go through just for a $134 error. Well, because if you did. do it yourself, there's no guarantee. But if you, you know, go with something like H&R Block, there is a guarantee. You also will get like the maximum refund back. And that's the thing. They'll take care of it for you. And believe me, it is well worth it to go through someone and, and have them do it. And when you're auditing horror stories, you scare me. Believe me. I don't like to hear about it too much. I mean, I'm just, I'm very serious about this. It is well worth it to get someone to uh, do your taxes. And H&R Block is pretty much the best out there. So you can go there. If you go to hrblock.com, you can actually type in and find the nearest location. They have locations everywhere right now for tax season. So it's going to be somewhere near your house that you can go to. You can get your taxes done, make an appointment, have them do it. And that way you get the maximum amount of refund that you can. It's just a, it's a really good deal. And so and you don't screw it up by doing it yourself. And you don't screw it up and risk being audited, quite frankly. <laughs> and you get, I mean, and who, I mean, you want the maximum amount of money you can get. Mm-hmm. I mean, quite frankly, when I do it, I want to get the most back I can possibly get. And I know if I do it myself, I'll screw that up. See, that's the difference between you and me. I want the least amount of money back. Yeah, because yeah. I know you hate money. I, I just yeah. hate it. But if you don't... It's so pesky. <laughs> see, and if you don't hate money, go to hrblock.com and schedule an appointment with a with a professional tax return person. So, uh, HR Block, H&R Block, hrblock.com. Thank you so much for sponsoring this week. And yeah, go, uh, go there now. Yeah, and tell them uh, that you heard about it on our show. Yes, And then do. they'll give you a blank look because the, there were like <laughs> so many of them. Well, and uh, feel free too to email us any stories that happen too if you go to H&R Block and have an amazing experience, which you're guaranteed to do. And um, also you can go on to hrblock.com. There's a, there's a spot there for customer feedback. Mm-hmm. If you want to mention that you heard about them from Fun Employment Radio, uh, it's, uh, you know. That'd be kind of awesome. That'd be okay. That'd be kind of okay. We'll be all right with that. I mean, because uh, we like them. This wine is really good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yes. Once again, thank you to our listeners from Indiana it's for quite the fancy wonderful and wine. Delicious. I know. I know. And I'm uh, I'm not much of a wine person, so I don't really know much about Are wine. Are my teeth getting blue? Uh, well, wouldn't they get red? No. Usually, when you when you drink um, like reddish wine, they turn kind of bluish. Well, I don't know. No, that's your Purple. hair. It's blue. It's not the wine. <laughs> hey, that's comedy, everybody. Will you be here all week? Yes, I will. Hey, uh, speaking of comedy. All right. Uh, <laughs> bringing now to Fun Employment Radio, the I'm trying to think of how many different things that you do and what the right intro would be, but uh, Worcester Helium Comedy, your exact position, honestly, you're going to have to explain. Okay. And get, get a little closer up on that. Yeah, get a little closer. And, go. of course, the co-creator of the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, the hugely successful Bridgetown Comedy Festival, which so. you've heard pretty much everybody, every comedian that's come in here has talked about, Andy Wood. Hey, guys. Hello, sir. Hi, Andy Wood. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the kind words. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, and you work for Helium, which, of course, is... 
I mean, hands down, pretty much the best comedy club in Portland right now, and it's new. Um, and uh, it's I got to say, congratulations to you on that success, let alone Bridgetown. Thanks. Yeah, it's been going really well, and uh, we're starting to get pretty consistent audiences. People are people are uh, loving the acts we're bringing in. I think and. Uh, <laughs> I think, <laughs> dude, it's been. It, come on, Andy, sell yourself. Seriously, <laughs> you know it does, it does. It sells itself. It's uh, <laughs> seriously. I'm like, come on, all three shows are like sold out this weekend. This They're is true. Doing all right. Yeah. yeah. What do you? If drinking? this goes up in time, though, actually, uh, people that are Kevin Hart fans, they can still get in the waiting list. I guess last night everyone got in who wanted to. So. Oh, that's Ooh. cool. Still worth coming out. Yeah. All right, yeah, and Kevin Hart, man, he's really uh, sold up. a lot of shows to <laughs> He's a real up and comer. He's a real guy. up and comer, Avery. Eh? Or he's already upped and cummed. Whoa. <laughs> what? Whoa, not What's that up? way. Don't and if you're listening right now, please feel free to cut that out um, and send it into funemploymentradio at gmail.com. I, so. <laughs> I have compiled quite a list, quite a quite a bank of sounds, sound bites from you that listeners have sent in. I'm ignoring the ones that are of me. Oh, thanks for that. So they, they don't come in too much because I never misspeak. All right. So, Andy, Bridgetown Comedy Festival, when's Bridgetown that coming up? Bridgetown Comedy Festival, uh, April 21st to 24th this okay. year is when it's going to be. Do you have um, anybody lined up yet you could talk about? Um, we've got some tentative things. Uh, there's going to be some of the sketch groups that have been there in the past, or improv groups that have been there in the past. Um, I'm thinking we're probably going to have David Keckner's group back, which is called oh, Beer Shark cool. Mice. Neil Flynn from Scrubs is in that. Um, there, you know, I probably shouldn't talk about the things that I'm really excited about because they're pending, and I'd hate to get people's hopes up. But it's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's always a ton of comics you've heard of and love, and ones that you haven't yet, but you will in a couple years. So, well, it seems like it must take a lot of work to put something like this together, especially dealing with because probably everybody has their own agent and their own people right, you have to right. deal with and put it all together. But I mean, the last, I mean, since you've been putting this together, it's just been amazing how much you can actually, how many acts you can get to come to Portland of all right. places. Yeah, and it's now that it's uh, sort of getting a reputation among comics as being a fun weekend it's a lot easier to get people out like it's not mm. as hard to talk people into it and I don't get blown off to you know talk to their agents as much like I get more people that are contacting us because they, they've heard good things like we, we just won this award that Punchline Magazine did they had a reader's poll and we won the best comedy festival in that wow poll, that's so. awesome that's, that's impressive that's kind of cool yeah we beat out things like Montreal and SF Sketchfest, which is uh, damn I mean, that's just some readers online, but... Uh, Dude, that matters. You know, it's the people. I yeah, mean, right, and Those right, are the people right. that attend those festivals, and that's what, you know, is important to them. Well, yeah, that- I think we've got a different vibe than those, and I'm not saying we're better, but we uh, put together something that's really fun and unique, I think. So. Well, and that's what, I mean, most of the comedians that have come through, you know, a lot of them have been helium comedy uh, comedians, people right. going there to that as club. As well as, like, a couple of them have actually, um, who, we had a few that have, uh, were in Bridgetown last year. Yeah, I uh, quite a lot Wasn't of them, Nick actually. Kroll? Sparks, Nick Kroll. Yeah. yeah uh, Matt Bronger. Um, Bronger's one of the founders of it, yeah. Oh, okay. Dude, I swear, I cannot watch a movie lately without seeing Nick Kroll on it. Nick Kroll is he in is everything. Kroll and TJ Miller, yeah. I want that? Nick Kroll's agent. Everywhere. Like, seriously. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a little bit of, tiny bit of its talent. I mean, you have to admit, <laughs> there's, uh, there's something to be said Thanks, for the fact so that he's so I guess really I lack and... talent. Anyway, let's move forward. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nick Kroll. Word. Awesome. <laughs> All over though? the place. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about pole dancing. <laughs> He's also good at that. It's, what doesn't <laughs> so Nick Kroll do? What doesn't <laughs> what does he, he do? Not do? World Championship pole <laughs> oh dancing. Nick Kroll. I hear there's a lot of things you can do with that. With a, not with the Nick Kroll, but with the pole dancing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm not quite sure where you're going to go with that one. I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Just drinking my fancy wine. All right. Hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, what we do. Are we going to talk some balls? Yes. That was so funny when we were at the coffee shop earlier today and you went to use the restroom when I came back and I was asking you how your ball talk was going. No, you asked me if I found a lot of balls when <laughs> I came back from the bathroom. And I'm like, you know, anybody well, over overhearing our conversation. I know, I knew exactly what you're talking and about. I'm like, but, did you get some good balls, Greg? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, wait, that sounds a little weird. Like, you know, anybody else hearing this, it probably sounds a little weird going into the 
coffee shop bathroom coming back talking about how many balls I found. It's Narblock. Um, <laughs> all right. Don't know. <laughs> all right. Yes. Let's let's do some ball talk. Do you have it uh, queued up there on your um, yeah. fancy MP3 player? With my Sans um, having an actual computer. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. All right. Mm-hmm. Ah, that worked pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Not too shabby. You got it under control. You can press those buttons. <laughs> I. I'm not really no. sure. Everything I don't you're know saying just sounds wrong right yeah. now. Press that button. I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> Let's talk balls. Oh. You're the one asking how many balls I found. Um, all right, Trailblazers are yeah. playing Minnesota tonight, which is actually going to be a pretty, I think it's going to be a good game. Even though Minnesota kind of sucks, they have Kevin Love, who's actually from Portland, and he's been having an amazing year. And right now, it's kind of him and LaMarcus Aldridge who are battling for the outside shot to, to uh, get into the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. I think Aldridge deserves it. Obviously, the Blazers are have a better record. Absolutely. And LaMarcus Aldridge is awesome. So, But uh, it should be a good matchup between the two of them. They're two, two of the best-performing uh, power forwards in the NBA right now. So it will be a good game, but I'm sure the Blazers will be victorious. Are we going to try and find some place to watch it tonight? I believe we should. I would like to go and watch it. Yes, I want to see it. Um, let's see. Also, in the NBA, we have this. So apparently, you know, the other day I was talking about the power bracelets or whatever they're called. Oh like yeah, the, like the little magneticy thing. That they're not. They're not magneticy. Magnetic, but they the have, ones that help you balance. Yeah, yeah, and then they had to. The company actually had to come out and say there is no scientific evidence that uh, these things actually work. But despite their their uh, infomercials, they have where they have people, you know, oh, I can't balance myself. I fall down so easily. <laughs> and then they put on the power bracelet, and suddenly, you know, they're like a rock, and no one can knock them over. Apparently, NBA players have bought into this. Uh, Kevin Durant and Kobe Bryant both wear them, and Drew Brees from the NFL. So, I mean, reputable, high-performing athletes are wearing these things, even though it has come out that there is no evidence that they well, actually work I at mean, all. I mean, athletes in general are pretty superstitious, aren't they? I mean, so, I mean, they'll pretty much, they can afford to try anything, and they can try anything that might That's true. Might well, it's effective. probably just, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, something in their head that they're, uh, I don't know, they're suspicious about whatever. I guess if they if it convinces them that they work, but the thing, the things are twenty nine ninety five, and so just by virtue of these guys wearing them, they're probably selling millions of them. Even oh, though yeah. it's proven they don't really do anything other than give like good karma or something like that. Are these just the wristbands that have the little ball bearing that's pushing on some pressure point on your wrist? Is that not what those it is? ones? No, they actually have like a hologram. On yeah, them. It's, hologram. yeah, it's a hologram. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's very space. So it looks like basically a Lance Armstrong bracelet with a hologram on it. And you can't tell if they're an Autobot or Decepticon until you either rub it or breathe <laughs> yeah, on it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's that's about it. But uh, successful nonetheless. So they have expected sales. They haven't calculated them for sure yet, but of $35 million in 2010 from a whole lot of suckers. So, uh, but more power to them. I mean, I wish I would have thought of something like that. I mean, if it's that simple, hey, this bracelet's going to make you an amazing athlete. And apparently it works. (laughs) It is working. So good for them. Uh, Moving on. Also, we have this, the Clippers. So the Clippers owner, Donald Sterling. He's the guy that uh, talked a bunch of shit to Baron Davis, one of his players, while he was sitting on, he was sitting courtside at a Clippers game. Baron Davis plays for the Clippers. Donald Sterling owns the Clippers, and he was talking shit to Baron Davis, basically calling him fat. What during the game? What? Yeah, calling one of his own players fat, <laughs> while the guy's trying to score points for his team. Um, well, he's he's come out and said something else now, and actually, this is an uh, allegation in a lawsuit by Elgin Baylor who a uh, former player who was the general manager, I believe, of the Clippers for a while. And now he's got a lawsuit uh, saying this. So this is in his statement that he said that Donald Sterling, owner of the Clippers, says, 
So Elgin Baylor says, while ignoring my suggestions and isolating me from decisions customarily reserved for general managers, the Clippers attempted to pace the to place the blame for the team's failures on me. He also said, during the same period, players Sam Cassell, Elton Brand, and Corey Maggette complained to me that Donald Sterling would bring women into the locker room after games while the players were showering and make comments such as, look at those beautiful black bodies. So I guess he... I bet they are beautiful black bodies. I'm just saying. So I guess this guy would bring in a bunch of hookers and stand there and watch them shower and talk about their beautiful black bodies. This raises the question, how did he spell fat? <laughs> I hope that's okay. Oh, so wait, he would bring in the hookers and the hookers would shower and he would watch them. No, no, he would bring in the hookers and while the players were showering oh, after yeah. game, he'd stand there with his with his couple of hookers and talk to the hookers about the beautiful black bodies of his players. Yeah. Are, are, has anybody bizarre. here ever been inside of a professional basketball team's locker room? I actually haven't. Because I can't believe with the amount of money, like, do they just enjoy showering in the same room? How could they not have their own stalls? You would think they would have their That's own stalls. Maybe, maybe it's like a lineup of stalls, but I guess he's the owner. He'd be like, open that stall. Right, exactly. Open like, stall no, one. Tear down that wall, Mr. <laughs> Gorbachev. Yeah. <laughs> And just stand there and stare at this poor dude showering. Like, that's the worst nightmare ever. But I guess this guy is also, they have a list of other uh, famous quotes from Donald Sterling. And I have no idea what the context of any of these things are, but these are just things that he said. One was, just evict the bitch. Another one was, is she one of those black people that stink? Another was, it was purely for, it was purely sex for money, money for sex, sex for money, money for sex. All in that order, this is what he said. And another thing he says, he uh, reportedly said, these are reportedly, I want someone who will, you know, let me put it in or who will suck on it. <laughs> so now we can add, look at those beautiful black bodies to a list of quotes, supposedly, from Donald Sterling, owner of the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Wow. Yeah. Sounds That's like quite an, amazing, quite an amazing guy. <laughs> We also have this of somebody saying something completely wrong. So this happened with a UFC fighter, uh, Antonio McKee. I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about uh, UFC. So, um, or I apologize. It was not Antonio McKee who said this. I don't want to improperly uh, put this to someone else. It was Jacob Volkman, who is a UFC fighter. And I guess after his, his uh, fight where he beat Antonio McKee, thought he was doing really good, he actually made a statement that he wanted to, and this is his words, that next he wanted to fight Barack Obama. <laughs> well, the Secret Service didn't like that too much. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And so I guess uh, instantly he had uh, some policemen and Secret Service uh, members who showed up and actually sat him down and questioned him about uh, how, how much he really wanted to fight Barack Obama and whether this was an actual threat to the president. So be careful what you say. Generally not a good idea to say you want to do anything with Barack Obama. Probably if it involves fighting not. or anything like that. Uh, is it a sport or not? Because if someone thought uh, thought out loud I'd love to play one-on-one. See, now that would probably be a little bit different. Right. Like I'd want to yeah, I'd want to cuz Charles Barkley actually made some statement about that about he thinks he could he could uh, you know I won't even say the words right exactly. I don't want to be mis uh, misconstrued with it. Basically saying he could beat Barack Obama in a basketball match. Oh, but use okay. more colourful language to describe it. <laughs> what were the words you were I'm not going there? to do. Right, you were afraid you couldn't approach words. the eloquence of Charles Barkley? Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to. I don't I don't want Secret Service showing up at my door. I don't believe I can beat Barack Obama on anything. Um mm. but uh yeah, so be careful of what you say when you're talking about the president of the United States. Uh moving on, college football. This uh and you know I have a love of people who uh, appropriately taunt or... Um, of course you do. Or basically find unique ways to talk shit. Like the... Like the laughing thing? 
like yes, like the laughing uh, thing for LeBron, or like the uh, University of Washington alumni who um, rented the lights on the bridges in downtown Portland and mm-hmm. lit them up purple and gold. That's funny. And the same thing with uh, the Portland Timbers putting up signs all over Seattle, putting up billboards talking about how the Timbers are coming soon. <laughs> Around the Sounders. Yes, yeah. that is awesome. Well, uh, Texas Christian University has just done the same thing. So TCU, they're a smaller school. They're not one of the major conferences. And they've gotten a lot of flack for that, but they actually just beat Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl. They made it into that. Well, earlier this year, the Ohio State president, Gordon Gee, made um, – made a statement talking about how teams like TCU and Boise State don't deserve shots because they're basically schools that come from the little sisters of the poor. So he's referring to them as talking about not worthy of being on their same level. The little That's sisters of the poor. Up. Yeah, it kind of is. Well, uh, TCU, somebody, some kind of alumni group or something, they don't really know who it was that did this, but they rented 20 different electronic billboards around Columbus, Ohio, where Ohio State <laughs> is, that all say, um, congratulations as TCU for winning the Rose Bowl. And then it says, from the little sisters of the poor. And they put this up. That's it is. amazing. It is awesome. So appropriate shit talking. And see, it's, it's when you're unique in your shit talking and creative with it that... Uh, that's awesome. That's so, what it is. Like, you know, you can always go for, like, the low-hanging fruit. Mm. Or else if you make it a little creative, yeah, that's it's a, always more respectable. It's a very, yeah, it, you know, cre- yeah, be creative with your digs on people. So uh, congratulations to TCU for that. I got to say that's that's amazing. Um, Stanford is in the news today. So Stanford quarterback, this is a guy I was talking about the other day who's pretty much guaranteed, be, guaranteed to be the number one pick in the NFL draft and could make up to $60 million. He's a, <gasps> this is that, that Luck guy? Yeah, Andrew Luck. About, yeah. Uh, he's a sophomore right now, but he could leave for the NFL. Uh, you did know. he make a decision? He did make a decision. Oh. And he is going back to Stanford. Oh, what is For his idiot. junior year. Really? Come on. Yes. You don't respect that. I love no, that. No, I respect See, that, but he can go back to college anytime. Like a $60 yeah. million dollar contract. Going to, though. But the thing is, though, if he gets injured, it's gone. And he can never, he's not going to up his draft stock any more than it is this year. I mean, you're... Uh. Quantifiably, the number one, all you can do is go down. Dude, and that's him like and going to a frat party next year and like tripping down the stairs, breaking his ankle. Who and then, knows? Like, $60 million. Down Anything. The can you insure against that? Like people you can. insure their. You can before you're even being paid, but just knowing that you could be paid right now, you can get your arm insured or whatever. You can, actually. Uh, Sam Bradford, who I think was the number one pick last year, he got an insurance policy from. There's this. Um, some kind of insurance group in London. That will insure Isn't you for it, uh, but it's usually only like, like a million like dollar legs, insurance. Legs are insured, is it Lloyd's of London is that a thing? What is I, that? It, uh, I thought are they the auction? auction house? I don't know. I always confuse the auction well, house. Well, there's Sotheby's. Maybe it's Lloyd's of London. Yeah, that, that might be the right Lloyd's one. Lloyd's of London. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they'll do it. Uh, Matt Liner did it when he went back to college for another year. But the thing is, I mean, to me, it's like, and, and that insurance policy, I think it's just for like a million dollars, and you have to put up quite a bit of money just to get that oh, insurance really? policy. Um, but. It's just not worth it to well, me. I would go if you had a guaranteed contract. You never have to play a down in the NFL, and you are guaranteed probably in the contract. You'd probably be guaranteed at least ten to twenty million. Well, this is what Greg and I were talking about. It's like, oh yeah, he can go to school, but his professional career is, is being be a that. football player. Right. Yeah, so it's like, almost I mean, like he's, he's finished his schooling for the job he's going to choose. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not like he's, he's already had all the interviews. Doctor or something. Yeah. yeah, the interviews are a success. Like, congratulations, we're offering the job. Like, if I was a sophomore at school, I, I said this before, and and I was studying marketing. And, you know, Wyden Kennedy offered me a $10 million contract mm. to leave school. Okay. 
You would do you that. Know I would do that. You yeah. guys have convinced me I'm taking it back. I changed my <laughs> mind. You're right. You're totally right. Yeah. Well, and part of the problem now with him, too, so he was coming back to a really good Stanford team, but his coach was also doing really well. And his coach was a large part of the success of Stanford this year. His coach decided to bail to the NFL. <laughs> he took the money. Oh, is this Harbaugh? He left? <laughs> yeah, oh, Harbaugh. Yeah, just yeah. came out today. I'm, not, I'm always behind on these things. Uh, yeah, well, ju- actually just came out this afternoon. So oh, okay. apparently he did accept a deal with the 49ers. So he's leaving, which means, I mean, Stanford's still going to be a good team, but they're not going to be the same without him. So at this point, Andrew Luck, the only place he has to go is down. Don't you wonder if there was a conversation? I mean, like, do you think Harbaugh even hinted that this was... I, it would just suck if like he was talked into this because the coach was like, you know what, we gotta stick through this. We're gonna be a great team if he's. That would he's totally like, oh, by the suck. Way, I'm taking off. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you're uh, glad you're staying. See ya. I'm taking Coaches the money. Coaches can be very convincing. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it sounds like something bad happened to you. <laughs> oh, I can't talk about it. It's still <laughs> investigation is still convincing. pending. Yeah. Well, Andrew Luck, to me, uh, making a bad decision. Um, all right. So college football, the national championship, of course, on Monday between University of Oregon and Auburn University. And uh, I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be so awesome. I'm oh, you right I'm now. so excited. No, you've gotten me excited about this. I it can't is. wait to go and watch it. It's a big deal. I mean, they're saying that this thing could be the most watched college football game of all time. The tickets right now are going for more than Super Bowl tickets. We were and talking to somebody yesterday who one of the sideline tickets was going for $16,000. Jesus. Yeah. Like one, like for that one game. I cannot mm. even fathom yeah. That much money. Jesus I know. God. Oh, I would sell it in a second. And the, the face value of these tickets are only like 300 to, I think like 350 I, I can't remember. Maybe that's like the upper tier seats. But still, you could sell one of those seats. Am I exaggerating? Yeah. Is it six, I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't 6000 It was 16000 No, it somebody was talking about. Yeah, I, th- I believe so. Yeah, I mean, I it, it sounds right. Yeah. yeah. What would your $16,000 night be? If you had to spend $16,000 in a night... I don't know if I could. Mm. Like, I don't know what yeah. I don't think what I could either. find enough enjoyment of to spend sixteen right, right. grand on. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I could two grand. I could have. I don't a know. Maybe good rent time. out some like awesome space. Yeah, bar yeah but then what are you gonna friends, do? But that's like the first yeah. maybe five. You know, 000. so I have fancy drinks in a fancy place. Is that worth sixteen grand to me? I mean, I'd rather have a middle tier place and. Well, see, I, just, I would just squirrel it away. I think that's I would rent one too. of those uh, flights, no, one of those uh, zero gravity simulator planes that are the padded walls with no seats in it, where they just like fly and then cut the engine, then everyone's yeah. weightless for thirty seconds. The vomit comet, yeah, yeah, that just, would be fun. I do that with booze, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and throw up everywhere, right, and make someone yeah. else clean it up. No, 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 top shelf booze, you don't throw up. It's, uh, it's buy the good stuff. And... Yeah, that, I suppose that would be. A... Good use of sixteen thousand dollars. A great use. <laughs> yes. well, and you. that's one to grow on. Andy Wood, Bridgestone Comedy Festival. <laughs> well, um, Alabama, the state of Alabama, is pretty excited about the national championship game, of course. And pretty much everybody in this, pretty much everybody outside of the West Coast, has already pretty much declared Auburn the uh, national champions. They don't think that Oregon even has a chance at it. Oh, and um, Cam Newton is basically in the NFL Hall of Fame right now, according to anybody else. So he's the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, and he's good. But the Alabama governor, Bob Riley, has declared, apparently this is the National Champion Day, Championship Day on Monday, Cameron Newton Day in the state of Alabama. They're declaring yeah. a day for a college football player. The guy plays football. Yeah. And he's getting in Cam Newton Do something day. to get a day. I'm going to do devil's advocate in this. I bet that's happened before a lot. I suppose, but for a college football team? Yeah. I mean, I could see, like, the city of New York declaring, like, Derek Jeter Day when they win, like, a world championship or right, something. Right. They haven't even won yet. Yeah. They haven't won. That's how confident they are that they're going to win. That, that's or Cameron Newton that they Day. might not, and you can't do the day once you've lost. Like, who's going to have I really, I really hope they I remember you talking about lose. that when it was OSU versus WSU, about how confident you were that you were going to win. 
and then you didn't. I don't remember that. That was that was, yeah. you know, last season. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. Do you think fun. every day gets someone named for it, but it's just not big news unless it's someone kind of famous? Yeah. Like, are they obliged to make every day something day? Possibly. I want to every state have every day be a day. I don't know. I don't know what would you get sense. though with it with a day named after you. I don't think really anything. You get a certificate, probably. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a key to the whatever key to the state city. It is. <laughs> I can go anywhere key I want. Key to the respective city. Yeah. Well, Seriously, I would use the key. Getting but, a key to something. Yeah. What's with the key to a city? Like, I don't know. When you get an oversized key that opens nothing. I don't understand that. I, I don't understand. Why is that either. an honor? I don't know. It should be a laminate kind of thing where it just get at least for like a week it gets yeah. you into any venue in the city or something. There or, you go. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Take advantage of the have sex with the woman of your choice in this city. I don't know. Prima nocte. Um. Moving on <laughs> from the national championship. My segues are awesome today. You are flawless, I'm my friend. I'm on top of the world. NFL playoffs start this weekend, and yeah. I am going to make predictions on every one of them. So there are four games happening. Oh, lordy. Oh, I need to get my pen. You oh, need Kenny, to. Can I use your pen? So anybody that's in Vegas watching uh, the uh, getting down there for the national championship game on Monday, uh, go ahead and make place your bets early on this because the NFL playoffs start tomorrow. Now, are you going to make a prediction on Auburn versus U of L? No. Okay. I am saying I will not do that because it's a no-win situation for me. No, no, I won't get totally credit. Fucked. I if won't get credit if I pick Oregon. Nobody will give me credit if when get I get something if right. You don't pick Oregon because they'll say that you jinxed it. Mm-hmm. Either way, either way, it is a losing situation for me. All right, I think that's I think it's smart. That's like, only with teams from the state of Oregon or the United States in like Olympics things. For your safety, I would say I would definitely recommend you not predicting anything. No, I will not. But for this, I will. For NFL games, absolutely. So. um... The first one is the Ravens at the Chiefs. Baltimore Ravens at the Kansas City Chiefs. An away game for the Ravens, but I am predicting the Baltimore Ravens are going to win this competition. You can go ahead and place your bets now on that one. Uh, The Green Bay Packers at the Philadelphia Eagles. Again, an away game for the Packers. I'm saying the Green Bay Packers are going to take it from uh, Michael Vick and the Eagles. So Ravens. Ravens and the Packers. Packers. Go ahead and place your bets. I, it looks like Andy's getting on his phone to place his bet right now mm-hmm. online. Um, and <laughs> the say, here's a big one. Here's a possible upset that I'm, well, it's going to be an upset because I'm predicting it. Oh, Seattle Lord. Seahawks versus New Orleans. It's in Seattle. So Seattle is the losingest team ever to make it into I the- I love that phrase, losingest. They are. They're the losingest uh-huh. team ever to make it into the playoffs. Uh, they have a 7-9 record. Playing the New Orleans Saints, defending Super Bowl champions, I am saying Saints are going to be overconfident. I think the Seahawks are going to win it. Really? I am. Pick- that is my upset. And if believe me, if you pick that one in Vegas, you will make some money on that one. And finally- this is kind of a no-brainer. It's the New York Jets at the Indianapolis Colts, who I already predicted before the season even started. Before the season even started, they're going to win the Super Bowl. So, of course, the Colts are going to win this one. So, there you go. Ravens, Packers, Colts, and Seahawks. Place that for your bet in Vegas, and you'll make money. I just ask that you uh, send a small tithing to FunEmploymentRadio once you make your money. And maybe a congratulatory email. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Better if they're both there. Shh, cock boobs. <laughs> Wait, what's, right, is it better to have a boob cock or a cock boob? I think. Oh, no, cocks for boobs would be. Why are we not talking about this? It's recording. Cocks for oh. Boobs on cocks. <laughs> I did start it. Probably recording. better than cocks on boobs. Well, yeah, like cock boobs, boobs would be worse. How would you Wait, I don't know, boobs. like big floppy cock boobs. No, a cock boob would even... be a boob on your cock. A boob cock would be a cock on your boob. No, I mean, like, but I was thinking like cocks for boobs. Like, oh, I thought you meant like, I meant like cocks coming out of boobs. Cocks for boobs. I think cocks for boobs would be better. <laughs>
All right, and we're okay. back. Are uh, you recording? Kelsey is in the room, which means we've started a conversation about, <laughs> about cock cocks boobs. and boobs. Uh, <laughs> somehow, every time Kelsey's here, this is where conversations yes. go. Okay, so we were talking about uh, Whoa, what is that noise? That's um, our shitty line in We are going to have to adjust this Yes, at some point Alright, well, you and I have been all day We're like, tra la 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 I do love that song Alright, and so Andy Wood has never heard this song before This is for me, You've never seen this video? I don't think so, we'll see when it starts Oh, it is amazing So, I think most of our listeners probably know it at this point This is an actual video of some kind of Russian singer guy and this oh, is yeah. his song. Oh, this one doesn't have him. Oh, that's too bad. All right, wait. Let's cut. Oh, oh. wait. Oh, wait, there he is. <laughs> he's doing the Hitchcock entrance. Oh, he's a classy man. I would love to meet this guy. He's a helmet of hair. Oh! I can't believe you even see his Patton Oswalt uh, totally mimicked this and did his own video. <laughs> this is where he spices it up a bit. Do they have this for karaoke? Paint the picture for the at home viewer. There's some uh, sure. steel work in the background that's possibly by a Russian Frank Lloyd Wright. Uh, he's got a pocket square, a smart tie, a tight Windsor, double breasted suit, a helmet of hair, beige background. He just did a spin while pointing to things indiscriminately. Now he's sort of His menacingly range is pointing quite at the impressive. camera. I think it's the imaginary audience that's there. Well, not there. Now he's very self-satisfied. He's a little. He is pretty. Oh, he's yeah. He's very happy with himself, and he has every right to be. I mean, this guy is a star. (laughs) Has anybody ever done like a "Where Are They Now" on this guy? He's kind of like the Russian Justin Timberlake. That's kind of how I picture it. He just cracked himself up somehow. I didn't know that was gonna happen. He's like, "Fuck, I am killing right now." Uh, He needs to be uh, in the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. You do, (laughs) and he just does this in between each act. That would be great intermission yeah. music. <laughs> How do we know the years have been kind to this guy? He might look like Levon Helm at this oh, point. Oh, no, this is actually a fairly new Oh, it is. Video. I assume this is 1964. Well, it's wow. Russian. <laughs> That's, they're kind of they're kind of stuck back. So it's kind of like even worse than those sort of like <coughs> Latin American TV 10-year gap from our TV. It's like Russian TV is still like 30 or 40 years behind us. I is think that? so. Yeah, I think they're still trying to catch up a little bit. I know. Our, uh, again, we're bringing up Zamir, but he's our only Russian reference. Our <laughs> listener least, Zamir least from Kazakhstan. That we know about in Russia. Yeah, and he's not even Russian. I think he's Kazakhstani. But uh, nonetheless, I think he. I think he was the first one that I actually saw this video post from. Mm-hmm. He's like, "This is a hit." It's a hit back home. I love home. the way he writes in this amazing broken English. <laughs> he writes in it, but like, has well, a lot of profanity. Like, in well, he said he's partially learning English from our podcast. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> the worst thing ever. It's like uh, it's like better off dead. It's gonna end up being like the Howard Cosell <laughs> Korean brothers from yeah, no. yeah. Better off dead is amazing. I went to a trivia night. Um, yeah, when we were actually. Uh, doing the Portland Music Award or not Portland Music Awards uh, Portland Monthly when we were doing the photo shoot for yes. that uh-huh. and there was a Better Off Dead thing in there um, 
Uh, what, nice. what was one of the questions? I can't remember. It was Is a better off dead question. question. He was in better off dead, right? Yeah. I get them all mixed up. John, uh, better off dead. Chase or one crazy summer. One well, one crazy summer. That's is also awesome. That's my favorite. Yeah. That by far, mm-hmm. one crazy summer. Um, Wait, let me guess. You confuse "Can't Buy Me Love" with "Better Off Dead." Probably no, you don't. Yes. Okay. No, I bet I do. It's possible. Have you seen EZA? I've heard it's good. I've heard good <laughs> yeah, things. It actually has good things. It yeah. has a reference actually. Like it's very similar to um, "Can't Buy Me Love." Oh, it has like it has some uh, cute references in it. Actually. Well, well that movie was already a pretty uh, t- that was a pretty tired premise when that came out, also, wasn't it? Well, then there's Pretty in Pink, oh. uh, Sweet Sixteen, or Sixteen Candles. Right, you always confuse those two. Yeah, I get those because they're both Molly Ringwald, right? Oh, right. I remember the trivia question. It's just like what what movie did this come from, and all she said was two dollars. That's better like, off yeah. dead. No, of I'm course. sorry. No, that is better off dead. Yeah, is that Seth Green or is that uh, Urban Legend? Well, Seth Green isn't in. Oh wait, no, Seth Green is no, no, no. Seth Green is in uh, Can't Buy Me Love. Why he plays he the little brother? Oh, okay, oh. okay. Yeah, he's definitely not the kid who wants his two dollars. No, he's not, not the news. He's okay. not the paper boy. No. Seth Green's kind of one of those guys you could almost do a Kevin Bacon Seven Degrees of Separation with because he's yeah, been right, in right. so many movies that I never even realized because he's in Pump Up the Volume, uh, which I didn't realize that because he's one of the little punk kids. I think, oh that's yeah, he is. Tapes, yeah. He's I need to get my copy of that back from you, by the way, Klepto. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. I give that back to you. I think he was also. I, I'm going to look this up. You guys keep talking. He was in something awesome that I want to make sure. Talk it's true. Can we can we keep talking? Permission on our, to keep on our talking. podcast. All right, we'll should on we our show. <laughs> should I just want you know I got something good coming. I can I look it up. And the mic is muted. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting the Ken. <laughs> All right, is my um is my sound up? Uh, no, it's not. All right, should I start a little world? Yes. Hello, my friends. I like to do this in a British accent. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Amazing British accent. Thank you so much. <laughs> First up, Hugh Hefner is getting married to his girlfriend named Crystal. She sounds hot. Yes, her name's Crystal Harris, who is only, oh, um, 60 years younger than him. Wow. Yep, he's 84, she's 24. (laughs) When Crystal was asked if the age difference was problematic, she replied that, quote, she never even noticed the difference with him at all. If anything, she has a problem keeping up with him. Really? Yes. 24, 84. She swallowed back a little bit of vomit. (laughs) (laughs) He is the living embodiment of, like, a Chester Huntington III. He really is. He kind of is. No, he totally is. Like, what Chester would want to be. I just, like... What I think you have to learn that I think about, you know, some 24-year-old little spry chick humping him. It's just like, all I can think is like a floppy, saggy old man ass. Well, yeah. I mean, and... Well, and I'm I sure mean, floppy, saggy... Viagra, I mean, I guess there's... I guess via, that's what... Viagra? Viagra is for Viagra. I prefer the... Is it Viagra Spanish, I prefer the Spanish pronunciation. I would hazard um, a guess that what really happens is the bedroom door closes... They both shake the hands go. and sleep in different <laughs> beds. You're going to sign an agreement that yes. says we boned it out. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to pay you $1 million. <laughs> a million <Yeah>. dollars. <laughs> oh, that's just I weird. Think the, I think the half can still get it up. Well, that was like, okay. he even wants to. I think I've heard him say in interviews he doesn't even have a sex drive. I think well, I at this that. point, I mean, he's had so much. I mean, so many girls. But I always wondered, though, about what was the show with him and the three chicks, um, I watched um, it. Bunny, Girls, uh, Next Door. Girls Next Girl. Door. Yeah, <laughs> there but there was the one that was his main girlfriend, uh, Holly or whatever her name was. Did he actually have sex with the other two, or did they just hang out? I think they all had sex. Kelsey's saying that uh, that they had sex. They, they all, all had, had sex. sex. Yeah. 
So did they, they all have sex because... together or in no, I turns? Think that, well, it depends. Well, because he had the ranks for the girlfriends because it was girlfriend number one, number two, number three. Yeah. Yeah. So did he? So it was all separate. These they didn't all get like a big bed you. together and just have sex with I, each other. I don't know. Oh. Huh. I, I do not know my. Friend. I know two of them are from Oregon, though. Of course they are. Fact. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> the Playboy bunnies are from Oregon. In other news, they've now come out with a thing called a rockabilly Barbie. And uh, some chick who thinks, so, you know, who looks like 100,000 other rockabilly girls, thinks that it's an impersonation of her and is suing Mattel. <laughs> so, uh, the she lead. <laughs> She's never been to Portland, Oregon, obviously. <laughs> the lead singer of the Horror Pops. Uh, yeah, I know, and I like them, too. Her name's Patricia Day, has filed a suit against Mattel for a doll that she claims misappropriates her distinct image, which includes... Black bangs? Uh, black bang hair, <laughs> yes. red lipstick, lots of tattoos, and 50s-style clothing. Well, that is pretty original. Yes, I mean, I cannot imagine a single other person that looks like her. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, since we're sans computer, it's McKay a little sketchy. I'd rather have a good <laughs> McKay's used book. Manassas, Virginia. What? Isn't there a repeat button? I don't know how to do it. If you can figure that out, go for it. Yeah, so now she's suing Mattel because uh, she thinks that it's misappropriating her image with her black hair, bangs, red lipstick, tattoos, eye makeup, and 50s-style clothes because she thinks she's the only person on this planet... That looks like that. The suit goes on to say that she's had to deal with the wrath of her fans being bummed out because they all think that she's aligned herself with a big corporation. Really, just all kinds of fans writing yes. her about this. Yeah. See, that that reminds me of like when Rosie O'Donnell sued that radio station here, Rosie 105, because what? they were using her name. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell sued Rosie 105 because uh, she said it was a copyright on her name or they were trying to align themselves with, with her. And... I think they they ended up going under. I can't remember if they won the lawsuit or not, but they did go away. What are they now? The Buzz? Is yeah. that them? Mm, yeah. I think it was Rosie 105. Yeah, Rosie 105.1, right? Now it's like the Buzz. Yes, yeah. Right. yeah. It's a right. shame because everyone knows their name for Rosie Greer, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... Yeah. yeah. I was thinking Rosie Perez myself. Or the uh, paper towel lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know reference is good. Kenny got it. It only took him a couple <laughs> seconds, but... I think Kenny's just trying to play nice to Andy. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what Seth Green was in, you guys. Was it that uh, that rollerblading movie? No, it was a, a, Idle hands. <laughs> a short-lived sitcom called Action Family with Chris Elliott from 1987. Uh, One of the funniest things ever. Look what up was on that YouTube. other Chris Elliott? Uh, um, Get a Life? Yes. That, that was, was after one. Action yeah, Family. Okay. Oh, oh, we're Chris- sitting with two comedy nerds yeah. right now. I actually know that show, too. <laughs> yeah. It was a good show. Was that, where, was that where he was the paper boy? Do you want to hear a great Chris Elliott uh, tidbit? Of upcoming I'm sure yes. Sarah wants to. Yeah. Sure. Sarah, you're very good at humoring me. He's starring in a new show. He's starring in a new show where he plays a Walker Texas Ranger esque <laughs> character. The show is called Eagle Heart. Eagle Heart? That's yeah. the best name for yeah. a show ever. Yeah. yeah. And, and the writers for Conan are the guys that came up with it. So it's going to be on Adult Swim soon. I'm so oh, looking forward to that. that yeah, does one sound of our awesome. frequent guests, Bill Oakley, is actually a good friend of Conan's. Yes, yeah. he is. Awesome. That's what I have to say about that. Bill Oakley. Do you guys know where uh, Waseca is? W-A-S-E-C-A? Is it a city? Um, Seems like a city. I have actually. Is it Wisconsin? Maybe. We'll just pretend it's in Wisconsin. A Waseca man has been charged with felony creation and possession of an explosive and incendiary device and felony terroristic threats after authorities discovered that he made a homemade bomb inside of a sex toy. Ooh. Terry Allen Lester, 37... 
years young, faces a maximum penalty of 10 years and a $20,000 fine if convicted. On January 1st, Officer Carrie Callow responded to a home about a civil matter. According to the woman that had... Sorry, I'm trying to do like... Can you do that? That would be awesome. According to the woman, Lester had been staying with her and another woman at her apartment, but he was forced to leave when the manager had heard about there were too many people staying in the apartment. He left it on December 31st, but when he left, he left behind some bags. The contents of the bags made the women uncomfortable, so they contacted the authorities. Because he left a giant bag full of presents covered in Sharpies saying Christmas gifts. <laughs> One of the women <laughs> said that Lester had spoken to them and insisted that they open them immediately after he left. <laughs> Lester had made some modifications to three sex toys that he labeled as Christmas gifts. Inside of the dildos, he put gunpowder, BB shot, and buckshot from gunshot shells. Wow. There were no batteries inside of the device. The complaint went on to say that Lester planned on giving them to all three of the women. In each of those cases, although they all lived together, he had relationships with each of them, and all of them ended badly. Talk about an explosive orgasm. Really, you re- uh, went for that off. one? Turn it off, Greg. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the end of that. We got a good five minutes. Also left in the apartment were tools used in the construction of the explosive sex toys, including cords, cables, a small tool kit, and two other sex, co- sex toys that he had not yet put the bomb material into. The first device uh, had two wires coming out of it that were connected to what appeared to be a trigger from a cordless drill. Uh, the bomb squad <laughs> cut the first... <laughs> So he thought someone's going to open this. <laughs> like, this is a perfectly unassuming What I want building. close to my vagina is a drill. <laughs> it sounds like an itchy Don't and mind these wires. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bomb squad was able to cut into the devices and move the projectiles and gunpowder, rendering them inert. Lester remains in police custody. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like the peanut brittle thing. Like, uh, in 2010, who's going to see a canister, right, right. a metal canister of peanut brittle? Yeah, this is perfectly reasonable. It's a Paul Tompkins bit about that, but like, yeah, how are you going to not notice that wires coming out of you? Oh, this is a perfectly reasonable dildo that I was just given as a gift. You know, my ex-boyfriend's kind of creepy. It has wires going off into the next room. I'm I'm sure that was just part of the packaging. I'm going to insert this in right now. (laughs) Did you really just say insert this in? Yes, I'm going to insert it. Okay. In other news... That's what ladies say, right? (laughs) That's what she said. In other news, the Longmount man is accused of pulling into a Burger King drive-thru with his penis in his hand and asking the 24-year-old female employee at the window if she would like to handle his whopper. That's amazing. I was kind of excited about that one. Before he could drive away, the woman, of course, got his license plate number and police pulled him over a short time later. The police say that the restaurant employees had reported earlier that the man, Rick Troop, 52 years old, had been in the parking lot earlier, had driven through the drive-thru, but didn't order anything. <laughs> he then left and came back and returned a short time later, oh. not wearing any pants. <laughs> Surprise! Troop is reportedly a machinist and a farmer. I love these guys that actually think that that is going to... I mean, do they really think it's going to work? Like, these women are going to be so turned on. Oh, my God, yes, I want to touch oh your whopper. Oh, my God, that's your penis. I want to play with your whopper. <laughs> I'm going to jump out this window right now. Please park, sir. Did he consider other fast food places, but like the puns weren't as effective? (laughs) (laughs) In the Taco Bell drive-thru, like like a super-sized thing would have been better. Do you like my chalupa? I can't. I'm not feeling it. See, Gordita would have been good. Carl's Jr. Do you like my Western? Uh, I don't. Nah, (laughs) that is not happening. Do you like my chicken tender? No. See, it doesn't really work either. Yeah, no. Whopper really is the appropriate one. I think you're right. You want a drumstick? (laughs) (laughs) I think the super-sizing thing is the best thing. 
Hey. Would if you, you look at me long enough, I can supersize this. Heyo! Anyway, finally! <laughs> Stop. Your mic's off, Kenny. <laughs> Is this enough for you, or would you like to double down? Wait. Sorry. No. And now Andy's mic's off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and finally, Dateline, Japan. A Japanese man has been accused of keeping his dead father in his closet for five years. Oh. Police in Japan were questioning a man for abandoning a corpse after his father's mummified remains were found in a wardrobe in the apartment they shared. The 55-year-old man reportedly admitted to police that uh, he put the body of his father, Mitsu Sunada, into his wardrobe. More than five years ago, he is quoted as saying, during the winter, I came home and found my father in his bed. He wasn't moving. I left him there for a week, but then he started to smell, so I put him in the wardrobe. But think about that. Five years in the wardrobe. In Narnia time, that's like a millennium how long he was gone. Right? <laughs> the son continued to pocket pension payments made to his father, whom he shared the apartment with for 10 years. Police say the remains of a senior citizen who would have been 92 years old were found after his son's ex-wife visited the apartment and told police that it smelled weird. <laughs> the responding officer also noticed a strange smell coming from inside the closet and found mummified remains inside. All right, so this is what I found interesting. So uh, Japan is battling to establish the whereabouts of hundreds of thousands of senior citizens who authorities believe could be dead despite the fact that their families are still claiming pension payouts. This is oh. a huge thing in Japan where like their aunt, where their relatives are dying, but they're still continuing to collect the pensions huh. so they can still get money regardless of if that person's been dead in you know, like a year, five years, ten years. They never investigate to find out if the person was actually is actually dead? I mean, don't they have death certificates or anything? All right, so it says, well, well in... Yeah, it says, in October, the number of pension recipients older than 85 whose whereabouts could not be immediately confirmed was estimated about over 1,000 in Japan. So, uh, supposedly, huh. these families are still collecting pensions. It's not that many, really, compared to the population of Japan. One dead person is too That's many. That's too many. It is. One dead old person is too many. We do not advocate anyone doing this here at Fun Employment Radio. Come. <laughs> <laughs> How do you cash the check? I don't know. I mean, I know there are people here that have been arrested in, well, in the mean, U.S. for that same kind of thing. Is that be a great like Weekend at Bernie's sequel, like a foreign <laughs> release? Uh, <laughs> they already Weekend did Bernie's a sequel. He makes money off of they already made Weekend at Bernie's too. Right, but this one will be for the foreign market, and it'll, uh, <laughs> you, you want the premise is you just want to collect pension. Okay, I'm stop. stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's your roll of crazy. <laughs> All right, we uh, took a break for a second, but we're in the middle of a conversation about people um, singing the song Sarah to Sarah. Sarah Smiles, is that what it is? Sarah, I hate it when anyone sings it to me. No, like people will sing it to me all the time. They'll Mm -hmm. be like, oh, I bet that's the first time. I'm like, seriously? Really? You think in my entire life that's the first time I've heard Hollow Notes, Sarah Smile? They're like, oh, it's so cookie. You know what I hate more than anything? Okay, yes, my last name is Nibbler. Yes, I'm aware of the cartoon <laughs> Futurama, and I'm like aware of the creepy chick at Blood Pantry. Yes, I'm aware that there's a character named Nibbler on Futurama. You, uh, you are not the first person to ever bring that up to me. It was so uh, weird that she that. kept calling you sweetie and calling me honey. Okay, so that girl at Plaid Pantry, I go in there probably at least once a week. I'll go to that same Plaid Pantry, and every time she will card me, and I think she's trying to 
flirt with me in some way because she always wants to see my ID. And then on top of that, the other day I was in there. She's like, oh, your last name's Nibbler. Have you ever seen this cartoon? If you're going to say Futurama, yes, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like, yes, I know, obviously. My last, I mean, of course I know what you're talking about. Like, you're not the first person in my time on earth to ever bring that up to me. No, no, and, she's unique. Mm, yes. That's the thing. It's existed, <laughs> you know, for 10 years. But, you know, she is the first person to make that correlation. Well, and it's like, I'm, and I have no problem. I mean, train, I, you know, train. I know what it is. And. Yes, it is a drink. We should drink. Um, drink. But, uh, you know, and I'm, I always like it too when people like try to come up with their own nicknames for Nibbler, which I have no problem with, like Nibs or Nibman or all that stuff, you know. All the things I call you. All the things, yeah, all the things you call me. Like, Nibman. Totally cool. Oh. But it's just when people think that they're the first one to ever say that. It's like, I'm going to call you Nibs. Like, well, uh, you know, that happened when I was like See, if someone came up to me and sang me like Bob Dylan, Sarah, Mm -hmm. then that would be something different. Like, I would Mm -hmm. appreciate that. But I always get fucking Sarah smiles. I'm like, I, you are not. Isn't there another song that's just Sarah by like Toto or something? Sarah. Sarah. No time is a good vibe. What is time that? for goodbye. I thought that there's was Carrie. There's that song. No, Carrie Sarah. From. Sarah. No Sarah. time is a good time for goodbye. Yeah, that one. I don't like, know who that is. But I yeah, I've heard that one too. Hmm, I'm not sure. I don't know. But I always give kudos to anybody that can come up with something original, but it hasn't happened for like ten years. Well, anyone to come you, up with something that I've never heard. But you already start with a name that's a nickname. I mean, your name is a, a name that you would give someone else who doesn't have that name because it's an awesome name. But it's know? a but given. It's, name. But it's my real last I name. I know. So why do you have to improve upon that? It's like yeah. it's kind of gilding the lily. Oh, right? but it's, see, I'm fine with it. You know, whatever, whatever people want to come up with. It's just like no, but I'm not going to give you kudos for coming up with something original. Like, oh, that's hilarious. I've never heard it. You know, come up with something original. And I'll give you. Give you props. Gotta earn like, respect. Yeah. Isn't Mike, Andy isn't, the, Wood. isn't Mike Thrasher's name actually Thrasher? Is that mm-hmm. true? His given name. So yeah. That's an amazing that's awesome. last name. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 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 That's so I think if I if he came into my place of business, I would ask for his ID every day too. <laughs> so like, that is awesome. <laughs> Thrasher. At least you don't have the two B's, you just have the one. It's the one B. That's the one thing that that is and I know a lot of listeners uh, misspell my last name. It is with one B. One B only. <laughs> I think it would be Nibbler then. <laughs> Nibla. That's the proper German Greg pronunciation. Nibla. I think the original German uh, spelling was N-I-E-B-L-E-R. Nibla. Nibla. But I think I think they changed it somewhere along the line. Andy, what was the uh, pronunciation of your name back in the day? Wood. Wood. <laughs> wood. I don't, I don't know. What are you going for there? What well, does wood come from? How can you look disappointed reaction? when you <laughs> ask me something that's unanswerable? Uh, but no, there's a guy, there was a guy that called in to work recently, <laughs> and I'm hesitant to even say this in case he listens, because he must feel awful about this every day, but he's got a name so bad that when I was taking his order, you could tell he never says his name out loud, he only spells it. So I'm writing down F-E-L-C-H. Oh. <laughs> like, really? Oh, man. Oh. Oh. Nice. Or maybe it was ER, but either way, yeah. Like You can tell when he introduces himself, he probably also spells it. You know what? I'm never going to make fun of anyone's last name. My last name is Nibbler. Fine. They're, they're felch. <laughs> that would suck, though. Yeah, I told you about my CCD teacher whose last name was uh, Fajo. Fajo? F-A-G-G-O-T. Asweepe. Mm-hmm. Wow. I would just change it. Yeah. Why no, 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 but she would like it before she could even introduce herself. And uh, she was my CCD teacher, and her daughter was in my class, and she'd be like, all right, and my last name, I'm Mrs. And she'd like write it on the board. She's like, F-A-G-G-O-T. It's French. It's pronounced Fajot. I'm like, oh, Lord. Mm. I had a friend who uh, worked for like one of the one of the big daycare services around town. There's a big daycare service around town? <laughs> there are, there are quite a few of them. <laughs> Seriously, you could. It's Kids Incorporated, right? That's the. No. <laughs> I won't say which one it is. I won't say which one it is. But um, they, there was a kid there. It's it was just disturbing to me that you know what the, one of the big 
childcare services is. Oh, I know. Well, no, I do. I mean, I've known so many people that work for these kind of things and like God. social services. Like I know pretty much everything about like where the social service places are. For some reason, I'm friends with all these people that are like the <laughs> the psychiatrists or the people in charge of these things. Our but, entire our entire government is in the pocket of big daycare. Do you guys know that? <laughs> well, this Everyone's is a afraid private to talk big about daycare. It, but uh, <laughs> comedy. <laughs> Hi, everybody. But anyway, there was this kid there, uh, lower income child, whose parents named him. Aren't all children lower income? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's nonstop comedy. This is Fun Employment Radio. Get it every day of the week at FunEmploymentRadio.com. They named their child Shithid. Shithid? S-H-I-T-H-E-A-D. No, they no. didn't. They did. The that kid's is, name. That is a lie. They pronounced it. No, it's not. They named the kid Shithid. That's how you pronounced it. But they knew exactly what they were doing. That is They horrible. named their kid Shithid. They're evil. Yeah. Terrible people. Terrible people. They should have been sterilized. Mm-hmm. Seriously? Yeah. No, I had another buddy, too, that worked for um, – I worked for, with him in a different kind of job, but he previously had worked for some kind of uh, low-income healthcare service in Oklahoma, of all places. And he had one of his customers – this woman's daughters were named Crystal and Cocaine. Oh. They were sisters. I wish that they would have been Crystal and Beth. <laughs> Crystal <laughs> that, that, Beth. Would, that would be almost better, but no. Crystal and Cocaine. She did not go for the uh, – Slight innuendo. She named her child cocaine. Cocaine. Why are you lying? I am not lying. I swear these are true. This is actually true. I I think it's probably true because I remember seeing a story on on some local news thing about a woman named named marijuana and like what she's had to go through in her life. And she's but she hasn't changed her name because she has some kind of pride in the fact that she's had to overcome this obstacle. And oh, I mean, at least name your kid Mary Jane or something, you know? Yeah, at least you have a like. Like old Tom Petty song to sing to them. <laughs> Tom hey, Petty. speaking of children. I was going to say Tom Petty also in Postman. Good movie. Oh, God. Best movie. Yes. Um, so I found this story that um, I thought that we should talk about because I was going to put it in World of Crazy, but then I found it. Um, so it's this weird article, which A, makes me feel really old, and B, is actually kind of interesting. It's uh, called Things Babies That Are Born in 2011 Will Never Know. Oh, this is going to make me feel old. No, it's totally going to make you feel old. But it's funny, like it's talking about, okay, so the, it, it's from the Huffington Post, and it's uh, retrospective on the technology, uh, technological leaps we've made since the new century began, and blah, blah, blah. So um, they have 20 of the things that these children that are being born this year, or like this past year, won't know. And it was ridiculous when I was looking through these things, so like they won't know what videotapes are, of course. Oh, yeah, VHS. okay. Travel agents. No, that's too bad. Yeah. Mm. The separation of work and home. Mm, uh, that's kind of a weird one though. You never know about that. Movie rental stores. There's also watches, which was weird. Like how like the watch yeah, it's talking about like I wrist watches. See, I think but, Rolexes will always be around just for like the status symbol. I of agree. It. I agree. I yeah. know, but it's talking or at about least how for like, a while. Everyone's I mean, who here is wearing a watch that doesn't use their telephone for a watch? I know lots of people that love them for fashion though. I think that's gonna yeah. stick around for a while. All right. Well, there's uh, long distance newspaper classifieds. Actually, wait, really quick, back to the uh, to the watch thing. They're going to be the watch phones. That's what it's going to be. Because I mean, I uh, know. Uh, seriously, I even saw one of them when I was at the Consumer Electronics Show. That was like two years ago. It's not out on the market yet, but it's a watch phone where you just talk into it, mm-hmm. and you have like a v- little video, like LCD video screen, and I all that. Someone been watching Back to the you... Future. No, I went. I saw it. There's a video of me actually putting one up. <laughs> but I mean, now that I have those earplugs for the iPhone that can talk without holding anything up, now you know those now have I, a lot of diseases. Right. Yeah. What? Kenny was telling us, like, if you wear the the earbuds, 
Wait, what? Weren't you saying how? Oh they come yeah, with that, no, 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 not yes. that. That's earbuds. <laughs> you can not. upgrade the app. <laughs> <laughs> but no, apparently the bacteria like exponentially increases in your ears if you wear earbuds. We should but also note that's not what the, that uh, we got Kenny B some very nice headphones for. We already talked about that. For, did we already we address really the did. fact? Okay, yeah. oh, and he has bring them? since then no, um, ignored them. I don't think and we mentioned that them. on the show. We're actually. trying to make you real radio boy. You were a real radio boy, and you're ignoring. <laughs> he did not bring his headphones. Okay, one of the other things, which I'm sure we all remember, encyclopedias. Encyclopedias are now a thing of the past. I remember the encyclopedia right. salesman coming to our house, and actually, mm-hmm. my parents bought it in installments, where we get like. A through C, like one month, and then get the next one. We would one. get that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not only are those gone, but Encarta is even gone. Like I worked at Microsoft. Oh, yeah. and my boss, yeah, yeah. my boss used to be like the head editor of Encarta, and he lost his job. Like even electronic encyclopedias are. Well, I mean, Wikipedia's here, but mm-hmm. that's. Mm, yeah. Did you contribute Wikipedia to Wikipedia? Um, I have. Oh, you know what? I'm not sure I ever have. I have friends that have made some awesome, um, false. No, I remember. No, when they were looking quickly. for all of their contributions, like they ended up um, <laughs> like making all of. Because remember how it was just like the founders of Wikipedia. Yeah. Whenever you'd look up, there would be their faces being. Like, oh hey. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I guess they ended up um, like getting like hundreds of thousands of dollars from people who were just tired of seeing the founders' faces, <laughs> and people were just down <laughs> like donating money just so they could go to a page. Hey, that's smart. Their faces. All right, and this is another one. So handwritten letters. Disagree. Just, Disagree. Yeah. When's the last time you wrote a handwritten letter? But it's always going to be one of those things that one's going to do as an extra gesture to show that it means something. It's not going to be commonplace, but their kids are going to have to. They're going to know how to write. They're going to write shittily, like we, like every adult does. You know that kids don't have to learn cursive anymore, right? Really, which is fine. I'm totally Mm -hmm. fine with that. So you can write a check that's not in cursive. Mm -hmm. You've been able to do that forever, though. Um, I don't know. I was. I've always done cursive. Well, I usually. I always do. I write the check in like print, and then I'll like have to sign my name cursive. I I still write it in cursive. I still write it in cursive. Yeah. Yeah. Even the date. How about you, Mr. Yeah. Wood? Well, I mean, I, I write shitty cursive, but yeah. Okay. I, I think you could do either. Another one was uh, commercials on TV, which, of course, you know, it's like yeah. they're expensive, easily avoided with DVRs, and inefficiently target mass audiences. And the final one, I oh, shit wait, you how, not. What are they? Uh, hold on a second. Sorry. Yes, that, that. You just glossed over the entire revenue stream for, for, every, for all entertainment. Yeah. So without advertising, how, does, how, how do they suggest everything's going to be paid for? No, you incorporate it into the show. Internet. Well, I'm like, talking about do, like do. on do. television. Tele- what are they saying TV is going to be? All right, it's so all pay, uh, they're pay as you expensive, watch. easily avoided with DVRs, and if, uh, inefficiently target mass audiences unless somebody comes up with a way to force you to watch them. Oh, that's you. I'm that like, I thought that was my Sorry. phone. Um, yeah, as with a video on the internet, who's going to pay for commercials? Well, because someone's going to change the model. Someone will find a way to make money to produce TV, or else they won't keep producing TV. Right. It's just common sense. So how do they suggest TV gets paid for? I don't know why I'm asking you this. How if I did post? Con. <laughs> Answer me. Well, they'll just how force you to watch I'm not the laughing to post. When what? you click on the video, it'll just automatically have a commercial in front of it like it does on you know, Hulu or mm-hmm. whatever. Or else there'll be, there'll be like two options where you just pay some amount, and then you watch no commercials, or you watch commercials. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I totally disagree yeah. that they'll go away. That's just... Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, they'll find a way to keep. There we go. They'll find a way to keep you from being able to skip them on DVRs. This article is stupid. <laughs> I disagree with everything. All right, this is funny though because one of the other ones is hiding. It's like one of the things that you can't do when <laughs> is hiding. It's like not long ago, if you didn't answer your home phone, <laughs> that was that. Nobody knew if you were alive or dead, much less who, where you might be. Now your phone is not only in your pocket, it can potentially tell everyone, including advertisers, exactly where you are. What if you were a dead elderly Japanese man in a wardrobe? <laughs> <laughs> might take about five years, yes. but you'll get discovered. <laughs> and finally, 
I shit you not. This is um, not in scam anything. Um, last thing is commercial radio. Really? Yeah. yeah. So smartphones with streaming programs like Pandora are a better solution that doesn't include ads screaming between every song. Well, I cannot disagree with that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that things like NPR and stuff like that, public radio, yeah, I talk think will radio still be around. Public radio, yeah. yeah, I think those things will still be around. But yeah, music radio, I mean, honestly... I mean, like I said, Pandora, much better option. Right. And you're going to be able to get internet in your car, on your TV, everywhere TV. pretty soon. TV. TV. Um, Do we have any again, more wine left? Commercial radio, if that means radio with commercials, Pandora will have, as it does now, a pay option or a commercial option. Right. That's how it's that's all yeah. going to go just to that. It makes sense. It's not that much different. It's just the means of delivering it. Yes. That's just my I'm opinion. Sure am, I, am I taking the fun out of this <laughs> by being pragmatic? I don't know. No, no. I enjoy listening to you talk, Andy Wood. No, you don't. <laughs> Tell us about the Black Plague. <laughs> you and Kenny are two peas in a pod. You kind of are. It's like <laughs> you guys are. Is that You're pretty much, model empty? pretty much related at no, this point. No, it's not here. Oh well. Thanks, Kenny. Before you pass it all the way over there, Kenny, maybe a pit stop on this side of the table. I know. I did. I, I sprung for the double bottle. What made wine happen? <laughs> There's nothing we could do. Thank you. We are yes. We uh, did already. Uh, <laughs> We have to admit to our listeners in Indiana that set the win. Uh, we already drank that, and now we're on to another one. And now we have moved on. Yes. And it was very delicious. It was. Thank you Indeed. so much. Um, I don't have the closing music. You don't? I thought no, you remember, did. I've I thought you figured out that you had it. For like 15 minutes. What? So no. I should have been spending this entire time trying to figure out where it was? Indeed. Oh, well. How about Sarah by Jefferson Starship? <laughs> How about Rich Girl by Hollow Notes? <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with Hollow Notes? I don't have Hollow Notes right now. I don't know. Hollow Notes. Mm. All right. I'm not really sure what to. Plug it in. in. It was, I I said, uh, it's not on my phone. It's on my computer. I'm sorry. Oh. That's a disappointment. Antique. There we go. Can I choose something anyway? Can I do something else that's pretty good? No. No. All right. We'll go Sans music. All right. Oh. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Uh, <laughs> We're going so, live! <laughs> send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you very much to everyone who has been donating. We've received uh, several donations from people who have actually uh, signed up for the monthly donation, Where what you can do at funemploymentradio.com if you would so like. You can also go to the store section and purchase uh, the Fun Employment Radio package, which includes... A t-shirt, sticker, koozie, and button. And I'll be getting those out next week. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm mid-moves and no computer, so uh, um, uh, that's what's happening. I'm sorry, so any I can't angry emails do anything. Send them to Sarah. Yeah, so email me, and I will write you a kind message about how I don't have a computer right now. <laughs> but it's well worth it. Go to funemploymentradio.com, oh, yeah. click on the store section. And I will send you a special gift for ordering now. A special gift. You I don't, don't know what it's going to be. Gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows gonna what it's going to be, but it's going to be. It depends uh, how many cocktails I have and how hilarious I think something well, is. Well, you do have your new phone. I do have my new phone. Don't whore me out. <laughs> um, you Andy, whored yourself Andy out. Wood, uh, is, uh, he's playing something. Oh, yes. All right. We'll put this on right now. Uh, and yes, a big thank you to Andy Wood. <laughs> For coming on to the show, yeah. Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Where can people go for information about that? BridgetownComedyFestival.com. Oh, well, that's simple and easy. Hey-o. And, of course, HeliumComedy.com, where you can buy tickets to all of uh, the comedians that come on our show. But only when they come on our show. <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm saying right now. At this point, this music is kind of throwing me off. 
Hey, Greg, are you excited to help me move on Sunday? Yes, it's the thing I've been anticipating the most about this weekend that I cannot wait to do. I rented my U-Haul on my new phone. I'm really excited. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be I'm, fun. I'm downsizing my life, Greg. Just remember, moving, helping someone else move, there's got to be reciprocation where oh, you have I to know. help move at some point. Done and done. Okay, done. I understand. But I will be providing beer and pizza. Excellent. That's always the best moving stuff. Beer and pizza is pretty much the standard. It is. I would think, or helping someone like paint or do whatever, any kind of household chore or moving, beer and pizzas. Yeah, that's standard. I'm just gonna order. Yeah, I'm all my friends that I've convinced to help me on Sunday. I'm just gonna order lots of pizzas and drinks. There we go. Try and blind you to the fact that <laughs> that you're working. <laughs> <laughs> that um, I'm gonna pretend to be helping, but I'm not. Just don't be bossy. That's the I'm only not thing. Bossy. No, I. <laughs> I'm not bossy. <laughs> Sarah's never been bossy in her life. Courage, Joe, March 19th. <laughs> it really does. It's terrible. It's throwing me off all the Courage, March 19th at Plan B with my new vice and Hit Me Baby. Uh, don't forget about that. Kenny B. That's all I had. All right. We'll be back next week with more Fun Employment Radio. Talk See you guys. Hey-ho!